0: But to Conscious Matters. It's a safe space where we chat about how living consciously matters to our well-being, to the one of our surroundings and loved ones, as well as to the earth and humanity as a whole. Join me, Melissa DeBerry, for inspiring interviews with some of the most beautiful souls out there, individuals who are helping others to reach their highest selves and who bring light into this world. In every episode, we talk about conscious matters, such as self-love, awareness, personal development, the power of yoga and meditation, self-medicine, the rise of holistic practices, and much more. We expand on our experiences, share tools that help live in peace, harmony, and alignment on a daily basis, and discuss about what we've learned along our healing journey. Get your mind, body, and soul ready for a ride in consciousness. Namaste, listeners.
1: You'll have bad times, but it'll always wake you up to the good stuff you weren't paying attention to. That's a quote I fell upon of Actors and Maguire. The year 2020 was the year grief wrapped itself around our bones and tightened its grip as thousands of spirits were ripped from flesh and hurtled into the night sky. The year 2020 was also the year the cup of injustice overflowed with rage embracing bitterness while history demanded closer scrutiny. The year 2020 will be remembered as the beginning, the end, the turning point, the hour that pierced, hope reborn, beauty for ashes, and not simply as the year of fires and screams. Yeah, we're starting heavy today with the poem of Vivian Zems, Um, summing up 2020. Um, in the January podcast episode, I couldn't believe we were already in 2020, and today I can't believe it's over. It was the slowest year ever, yet probably the one filled with the most disastrous events worldwide, so close to one another. This year has been overshadowed by death, grief, violence, injustice, and injustice. Isolation, restrictions, sadness, sickness, and most probably any other negative adjective you can think of. We came close to get ourselves into a third world war because of the shenanigans of the U.S. and Iran. I'm downplaying the term on purpose because I don't feel like cursing right now. Um, yeah. Anywho, like we can all agree that 2020 was a mess. But in today's episode. I'll do my best to retrieve some mindful takeaways from this unique experience we've just gone under. I'm going to call it that, an experience, because it was just a damn roller coaster from beginning to the end. So let's focus on takeaways which contribute in assisting us with living more consciously. Little disclaimer here, it was not an easy task at all to brainstorm about this episode, but um, let's give it a try. Throughout the year, the craziness of 2020 has been mentioned in this podcast, so I'll do my best to not repeat myself, but um, don't hold it against me if I do. Despite everything, if you're listening to me right now, it means that we're still here, we made it, we survived, so let go. I tend to be overly optimistic sometimes because, first of all, I do believe in the power of positive thinking, and secondly, focusing on the good helps me stay hopeful and keep my heart open instead of hardening it. This year helped my inner growth drastically and trust me, taught me a great deal of things about myself and others, aka the last episode 30 lesson for my thirtieth. But if I could pick one thing right now, among others, to improve on, is the one of being more balanced in my approach and perspective on how I look at things. I will, from now on, make a point to underline the positive, still, but without dismissing the negative, and have this harmony between the yin and the yang, the light and the dark. I'm also aware that my 2020 was, of course, full of life lessons, delays, ups and downs, But from a personal stance, it was overly good. Or I'd rather say, okay, the downs were still manageable. However, I do acknowledge the fact that many, many people weren't so lucky and had a widely different experience than mine this year. And my heart goes to them. Saying that, I have a bittersweet feeling about letting go of this year. Yes, I know. Weird, right? Despite all of the atrocities and constant rumble we've been undergoing as a collective, 2020 has been a reminder to cherish all the beauty in your life, including the small things, the endings, the death of what no longer serves your highest good, and the end of certain cycles. It was kind of um, a spring cleaning, but for your life and relationships. Uh, Yeah, definitely. So 2020 pushed us to... Reflect upon our part in history, lifting the veil, being true to ourselves, and discovering what we, you, I, personally, value the most in life. So, yeah, I'll say that one of the mindful takeaways from this year is embracing completion, endings, and change, and actually being okay with them. 2020 has been a natural ending of society as we've known it for decades, if not centuries. Hopefully, we'll be moving from a patriarchal capitalist society era to one which puts an emphasis on community, trading me for we, thinking outside the box, and so on. Some call it the age of Aquarius. Don't get me wrong, it's not going to be an idyllic, anything goes, peace and love paradise. We still have lots and lots of work to do in the hope of achieving a slight part of this ideal but with the end of 2020, I personally feel like we are on our way to the beginning stages of doing the work. It's a start. We got to start somewhere. One other major recurrence of 2020 experience is embodying the state of acceptance of things not going according to plans. I think that in 2020, the word planning got a very different meaning. I planned so many things, adjusted my plans, replanned to end up being forced to cancel those exact same plans because 2020. But um, even though when in the moment it is extremely frustrating, living in a place of acceptance is very soothing and calming. Going with the flow and shifting your mindset to what's supposed to happen for me or to me will happen no matter what, no matter when. This trust in the process is truly uplifting and lower anxiety levels, at least my own. (laughs) So yeah, living in the present moment is also one thing we can keep from 2020 with not being able to plan ahead, being constrained to not go too far and being home most of the time for major part of the world, it gives a certain ease in being more focused in the now. Even if there are many distractions at home, who would have thought? But um, the reality of things and people being here only for a moment hit us hard. How short-lived, ephemeral everything and everyone is. It is not like we didn't know, but having to face it that often in only one year makes us finally register and comprehend that life is all about impact. Impact is the only thing that will never be forgotten. What impact do you make on others? What impact do you leave in your community? What impact will your existence have once you'll be leaving this world? Are you satisfied with your own answers to these questions? If not, what are you going to do about it? So, yeah. This everything, everyone is temporary, live in the moment one is definitely on my list. Actually, where I live, we had two full-on lockdowns and we are now down to our third curfew. It's still under one, by the way. But, um, anywho, therefore, we can say that I had a lot of quiet time this year. In all honesty, having that much time on your hands feels strange at first, but, um, But it is the best remedy to truly ground yourself, reflect, and more importantly, prioritize what's truly important in life, generally, and in your own life. In most capitalist countries, it's all about work, productivity, materialism, other consumption, always on the go to buy something, to get something done, to be with others, commuting, and so on. Not constantly having all of these distractions, outside noise, obligations, or what we could have thought as obligations finally gives us the space to sort out the essential from the fluff. Having a sense of direction, knowing and committing to what truly matters in your life is the recipe to bliss and happiness. I had to add that as a mindful tip from 2020. My only aspiration is that. People, like all people, (laughs) took the opportunity of this year to check in with themselves and to the essential, let go of the toxicity in their lives, like harmful habits, toxic relationships, negative self-talk, etc. But let's be realistic for a minute. Not everyone did so, but many did. And that's what counts. In all transparency, 2020 was not the year to accomplish milestone goals apart from corporations like Netflix, Zoom, Amazon, and the rest of the squad. But um, for us, simple people, including myself, it was more about feeling better about yourself, focus on self-love, self-acceptance, and self-peace with yourself and your environment with the wish that the state of mind will extend to the rest of the collective. I'll conclude the mindful takeaway list from 2020 with the one of looking outside ourselves and our own little reality to expand instead. It was the year in which we either learned or dabbled down on already made efforts to involve ourselves in community matters, which transcend our own identity we finally started looking at each other as humans and a mere reflection of ourselves. I don't know about you, but I've been saying that for ages now, but I'm glad some people are finally catching up to helping and saving each other just for the sake of the humanity inside of us, inside of us all. That was refreshing, even if it's still just one step forward. As a matter of fact, we are at a tipping point of change. And it will come down to balance the scale one way or the other. If we choose community or remaining in the individualistic mindset, it's up to us. This transition from one year into the next helps me find rejoice in my feelings about endings. Now, with 2021 on the horizon, we are at the beginning of a new adventure, a new era in which we'll hopefully and finally honor our home, the earth. Nature, which continuously gives us in abundance and also adjusts our behavior with one another, aiming for treating everyone with respect and dignity, and create a fairer, impactful legacy for the future generations. That's my hope. But <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. I yeah, we'll see. Now I have a question for you. What is your personal 2020 takeaway which helps you live more consciously? Share it around with your family, your community, and even with me by sending me a DM on Instagram. Actually, from now on, on Instagram, uh, there will be an account exclusively for this podcast. So you are very welcome on there. It's another way to exchange and communicate on Conscious Matters. It's at Conscious Matters, as simple as that. I'll finish up this episode with sharing the lyrics of the song Rise by Willow and Janavi Harrison. And it goes like that. I'm not going to (laughs) sing. So it says, now Rise begins. Time to awaken and ask why and when. Don't hide from the questions that rise deep within. I can go around again. It won't be perfect, but it's time to short the circuit. Don't be nervous. Run towards the light. I need to live for a higher purpose. Someone's knocking on the door from the inside. And voila. That's a wrap. Let's say bye-bye. And thank you to 2020 for the good it brought to our lives. Let's not dismiss the good, even though it was overly challenging, I will say. And talk to you in 2021. Let's see what this one has in store for us
0: conscious matters is a self-produced podcast if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review and ordinate five stars always preferred your support will help to keep on raising the collective consciousness together talk to you soon